with a two-part question today, boys. Okay. Dustin Johnson. Is he an elite player in your mind? And define elite player while you give me that answer. Okay. Absolutely, he's elite. This guy has won 23 times. There's, I mean, there's only a handful of people that win over 20 events. Number two, he's a U.S. Open winner. He's got 23 wins. He's won five WGCs. He's won the Tour Championship. How is that not an elite player? Let me tell you how that's not an elite player. Well, you, whatever you say is just wrong. <laughs> All right, <Typically>. so so <laughs> here here's my list of elite players. Are you ready for this? Sure. Sam Snead. Okay. Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicklaus. Ben Hogan. Arnold Palmer. Are, are you objecting yet? No. Okay. Byron Nelson. Billy Casper. Uh, Buffalo the Bill. Most, the most least talked about yeah, tremendous Billy, golfer. That Billy Casper, has been. 51 PGA Tour wins, three major championships. Very underrated. Yep. Uh, Walter Hagen, Phil Mickelson, Carrie Middlecoff. Go ahead. Okay, you're still good. Gene Saracen, Tom Watson. Here we get down to Lloyd Mangrum. Okay. Lloyd, you know, this is Lloyd Mangrum played from 19, he was born in you know, 1914 to 1973. Wasn't he, he in The Shining? Your money is no good here, Mr. Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd. He played 17 years. He had 36 PGA Tour wins. 36. One major championship. Okay. Not elite in my book. Okay. Uh, VJ Singh, 34 and 3. Elite. Horton Smith, 32 and 2. On the bubble. Bubble. Uh, Harry Cooper, 31 and 0. Not elite. Jimmy Demerit, thirty-one and three. Let me just Elite. stop you. <laughs> How many wins is it going to take for Dustin Johnson, in your mind, to be an elite player? I mean, uh, th- these are elite. I mean, Johnny Miller. I-, I can't give him elite status. Johnny Miller had twenty-five and two. Lee- How about Lee Trevino, twenty-nine and six? But, Elite. But why don't you compare it to the all you, the people who have played this game professionally? Yes, I they're mean, all you, elite. I think you got to have thirty wins and three majors. Okay, May, you can, might be if you get thirty wins, you can get away with two majors. But if you have thirty-six wins, Lloyd Mangrum and one major championship, I got a problem with calling you elite because that means in the biggest stage you fold like a. Here's launcher. my last argument. Everybody you mentioned didn't have 50 or 60 guys every week they had to beat um, like it is today. If you win five WGCs, that's a top 64 field. You know, so Is Davis Love elite? No. Then he's the same as Dustin Johnson. He's got 20 wins on the PGA Tour and one major championship. I think it's 21 wins, to be honest with you. Brooks Kepka's withdrawn from the U.S. Open. How concerned are you now with his knee issue? I think it's taken way too long for this to heal. And I think they're going to have, you know, Tiger had to go in and have another back surgery. And I think that's what's going to happen for Brooks. I hate it. But it's not right, obviously, or he would be out there. I'm concerned eight weeks from now when the Masters tees it up yeah. if he's actually going to be able to play. I don't think My so. thinking is that I think he probably went and had another scope job done. And we don't know about it. Um, that's exactly what I think that has happened, and uh, I think that we have a serious concern from that standpoint. Yeah. 
And I wonder, with the rise of fantasy golf and golf betting, will they have to be more transparent with injury reporting I moving think, forward? I, I think the, the PGA Tour has always been non-transparent exactly. as far as what's going on. You know, they, they, they sweep stuff under the rug a whole lot. So, yeah, they're going to have to become more transparent because we shouldn't have known after the fact what happened with Tiger Woods' back uh, on, a, on a scope job for him. Yep. And the same is true for, for Brooks in this case. But these guys are independent contractors, contractors yeah. so that's the difference is that, you know, very good they point. are not technically employees of the league that's like true. the NFL. That's mm-hmm. a good point. That'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. U.S. Open. Announcement this week by the USGA about a rotation, Pinehurst being an anchor, Pinehurst also getting an innovation center, a golf equipment testing center, all sorts of fun stuff. But what courses would you like to see in the rotation, and how many courses is the right amount for the rotation? I think nine or ten is the right amount. Um, Pinehurst hit a home run by getting the USGA to move there, basically, and it, because the home run is a few U.S. Opens. Um, I put down Wingfoot, obviously. I mean, that, that golf course is Oakmont. Shinnecock, Pebble, Olympic Club, Brookline. Those are my eight or nine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I, I'm fine with a rotation because I don't want to see Aaron Hills. I don't want to see Chambers Bay. Um, I, totally you know, agree. I, I don't want to see these places. So I kind of thought about it from a perspective of, even though I, I disagree with the U.S. Open because they are the only major championship that doesn't give you a lifetime membership to a certain rough age, Um until you're competitive kind of a thing. So they stick with 10 years. So yeah. I'm I'm like, okay, let's go with a 10-year rotating cycle of these courses. And if you want to throw in an occasional 11th in for some of these other classic venues, mm-hmm. but I'm along the lines of you, is that I had the Country Club, which is Brookline, right. Wingfoot, Shinnecock, Oakmont, Baltistral, Pinehurst, Olympic, Pebble, Marion, which mm-hmm. held up very well yes, last time despite being a shorter golf course, and I even threw in Torrey Pines because mm. I just felt like that uh, it, that that course has held up well, and we're going back there. So I felt like those ten were good for me. But then, if you want to throw in some other ones, I was say no love for the Midwest. Well, it's hard. I mean, when you start talking about their whistling hesit- straights, no, because that's going to be a PGA of America. See, I'm thinking that some you of align these, yourself with one of the other. Some of these have, I would hope, like Beth Page Black has transformed more into a PGA championship than anything else. Right. So, from a U.S. Open perspective, I mean, in Illinois, you've, they've had it at Inver- Inverness, Canterbury, and Scioto. Scioto, yeah. Um, Olympia Fields back in the day. They've yes. had Oakland Hills in Michigan, which you could slip in every once. In a- so that's. And you know, I don't Hazeltine, uh, Bell Reeve in Minnesota, no, Bell Reeve in, 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 in Missouri, um, yeah. so Cherry Hills, yeah. Colorado, in Denver, yeah. So, well, I mean, cool. there's a couple that you could sneak in there, but I don't think they deserve to be played every 10 years as anchor sites, yeah. So, I'm good with it, but you know, you if you want it because they're gonna still throw in there, oh, they are, you know, Chambers Bay and and uh, where they just had the amateur. Abandon. They're going to throw that in there. You watch. I just don't want to see abandon or a uh, or like you said an Aaron Hills or a or a, I mean, there's just a lot of them that I just I don't consider. I'm a traditionalist. I want to see tree line fairways and 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 high rough and and I mean that's what the USGA. Speaking that's what of they wings, do. yeah, you're going to get that at Wingfoot. Yeah. We'll talk to Steve Rabideau of Wingfoot <laughs> yeah, at right. 9:40 this morning. Yeah. But before we get into that, does an overpar score at any event cause you concern, or is it just good clean fun? I think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. Um, if it's the same for everybody, which it is, and overpar wins, then I'm very good with it. 
Um, I don't. I don't have to see seventeen under par. A lot of people do. I don't have to see that. And I think that's where the U.S. Open has failed. I think the I U- uh, the USGA yeah. has failed because they've either shinnecocked it and made it like impossible, impossibly right. hard, and they get dry conditions and it goes way off the rails, or they then they get scared and then they make it too soft, a la Pebble Beach. Yep. And that you know, because they water and water and water before the event start, starts, they get it's going to get really hot, and it's not going to, yeah. the, and then it stays cool, and then they shoot you know twelve under par. I think that if you set up a golf course to to have the score, the finishing score be like even par to five under, right, and then whatever happens happens. If it gets more difficult, now you're talking even to five over. I'm fine with that. If it gets softer and it goes five to ten, 10 or twelve under. Right. I'm fine with it. And I think the general population is fine with it because they understand how the conditions can play a factor. I just think that you set it up the way that you want to set it up and then just deal with the weather instead of trying to manipulate as you believe the weather's going to be. It's just that they screw it up. Just get bring Kerry Hagan to do them all. <laughs> yeah, PGA. That's a great idea. Last one. Let's get some picks, guys. Two U.S. Open picks. And give me an outside shot, a long shot, a player outside the top 50. Well... Dustin Johnson. <gasps> Dustin and Justin, Justin. Thomas. <laughs> I knew that was Chalkity, chalk, chalk, chalk. And then let's see. And, one, one Ma- out. and when the outside the top 50, because Phil's at 51, you're just going to go with him, right? I, I really went with a curveball here. <laughs> Ooh. Ben on. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, ben on. He's playing good. <sighs> Seriously? Wait, did you pick him? Yes. <laughs> no kidding. That is rare. Greeny looks very upset it's right really now. Mean. And I put in some good time you know, on picking that usually guy. Usually we kind of <laughs> compare notes before we do this, but we didn't talk about this one. So, so and I, Greeny, and I I'm mean, sorry, I thought, Greeny. I'm I, sorry I messed you up. I Greeny. went long and hard on that one too, man, because I'm like, God, who's who's Maddie going to pick? He's going to go. <laughs> Traditionally, Maddie has gone either number 50 or 51. That's what right? I've noticed. So 50 would have been uh, Joaquin, Joaquin. Neiman. Um, no, but you said outside the top 50, well, so I didn't take Joe McQueen. And Phil's, the rules. And, and Phil's 51, so I figured you go right there. Has Phil ever won a U.S. Open? No, okay. but, but if he wins this week, you no get a free Callaway driver. As, as oh, I'm court. sorry, you get your Callaway driver reimbursed if, <laughs> if Phil, Phil wins. you got to buy it first. Um, <laughs> Phil's at 51, by the way, and uh, and Ben On is down at uh, 58. And so you're going... I can't believe you picked Ben On. You're going pick. one and three one. in the world rankings. Yeah. And I'm going Colin Morikawa. Oh. I'm going back to back wow. at number five uh-huh. because... If there's a lot of rough, and we're going to find that out later in the show, uh, like you said, Bill from uh, Stephen Rabideau, Rabideau, um, the director of golf at Wingfoot. By the way, we're also going to have John Sheeran, the direct, director of risk and trading for FanDuel Sportsbook. So maybe we'll ask him the question about golfers not revealing injuries. Um, so I'm also because I think Wingfoot's going to be difficult, huge greens. So you're going to need somebody who's really good putter. Yep. And you need somebody who can hit fairways and greens. That's Colin Morikawa, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also going somebody that I'm waiting. You know, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And he played well last week at the Tour Championship. The X-Man, Xander Shoffley. That's a good pick. At number seven. That's so you, pick. So this is funny. You have one and three. I have five and seven. Okay. So we got all the odd guys figured out. So that means John Rahm, McElroy, <laughs> Webb Simpson. See, I just don't think John Rahm <clears throat> is ready for the, that big of stage no, yet. I just don't think he is. 
I- I'm sorry. DJ still hits it all over creation. Rom still hits it all over creation. Justin Thomas still hits it all over creation. Not something you can do with these golfers. Rory courses. hits it all over creation. Yeah. Colin Morikawa, Webb Simpson, Xander Shoffley hit fairways. Hit right. fairways. Yeah. By the way, the the uh, the brand at nine, Bryson hits it all over creation. Oh yes, he does. So and Patrick Reed, <sighs> we'll see. I don't think since you just mentioned the brand, he may not make the cut. Oh, that's a hot one. I like that take. That's a good take. 